For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app or on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Red Circle, also the Five Reasons YouTube channel. Make sure you hit like, subscribe, and turn the notifications on. Also, check us out on Off the Floor. Text directly to your phone. It's free for the first week, $3.05 per month after that, or $30 for the year. That's the best deal of all. Again, you can skip Twitter. Go to winnow.app backslash off the floor. Don't skip this. Our guy, Mark Brown. You can find him at markbrownpa.com. That's markbrownpa.com. Huge Miami Heat fan. Uh, but also the reason that we mention him all the time here is he can help you get an estate plan. If you have a child, you absolutely should know where your money's going to go if something happens to you. He's also a real estate attorney, so he can handle anything related to closings or if you're passing real estate to somebody else, he's the guy to go to. He's got a title company right there in-house. Again, it's markbrownpa.com. That's M-A-R-C, brownpa.com. If you want more information about Mark, you can always reach out to me directly at the 5 Reason Sports Twitter account. And now, today's episode. Down to this gang. Yikes. Yikes. Uh. Five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where is the thing? You can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buck said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop in one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat. Y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, welcome back to Five on the Floor. Here's today's floor plan. I'm Ethan Skolnick. You can follow me at Ethan J. Skolnick and the Five Reasons Sports. I got Alex Toledo. You can follow him at Tropical Blanket. Brady Hawk, you can follow him at Brady Hawk 305. The latest on Dame Lillard is there really is no latest. Uh, there's a fake report on Twitter today. Be careful of those. Uh, but really, there doesn't seem to have been any noticeable progress. There's nothing coming right now in terms of from, you know, the usual suspects, whether it's Woj, Shams, Chris Haynes, nothing I really heard from the team or anything related to that. I'm actually flying out to Vegas on Tuesday. It does not appear um, that much has really been accomplished over the past couple of days. Although, again, we may find out later that some things were discussed. So everybody's looking for this big meeting as if, you know, they're going to post it at the top of the MGM Grand or the win or something like that, like Blazers and Heat get in a room. It's not really how this works, okay? that There'll be discussions that go on between general managers, underlings, underlings for general managers and others to kind of get a sense of what the market is out there. And then eventually, obviously, the Heat and the Blazers need to come together on something because that, we believe, is where this is going to go. Now, we have waited to do any kind of Dame on the Heat type episodes because we know that we're going to be accused of jinxing this. And Alex is shaking his head as we do this. But look, we need to stay in the top 15 of the chartable charts. And so I'm going to be totally blatant about this. This is why we're doing it. So I apologize. Uh, this is uh, you know, transparency. Uh, I, I tra- transparent ambition. I, I'm not going to say anything beyond that, but we slipped out of the top 15 today. Uh, it's not like we're doing anything that's disingenuous here because we believe that Dame is going to play on the heat. So it's not like we're just making this stuff up, 
But yeah, I know we obviously we're going to get accused of jinxing it. What we're going to do is how would the Miami Heat best optimize a player who was a top 10 offensive player in the NBA last season with most of their current roster intact? So we are going to assume right now for the purposes of this exercise, gentlemen, uh, that Jimmy and Bam are still around. I think that's a fairly safe bet. We're going to bet that Tyler Hero is not around. Uh, we are going to bet that Kyle Lowry is not around. We already know that Gabe Vincent and Max Struess are not around. Kevin Love is. Let's say for the purposes of this exercise that Nikola Jovic is not around, although we can do a different exercise later if he is. Let's assume that Hakez is around, okay? And then we will do this with Duncan Robinson in, Duncan Robinson out, and we will also and we also do this with Caleb Martin in, Caleb Martin out. So we understand that you may look at this and say, okay, well, Nurkic could come back or somebody else could come back. We get that. There are other moving pieces, but we want to do this uh, one way. So let's start here. Let's say that Duncan Robinson is still a member of the Miami Heat. Caleb Martin is not. Okay. Brady, you have you posted some stuff on this on off the floor today. What would that look like? How do you best optimize Dame on both ends? So for starters, uh, I think it plays hand in hand with the two spot and the four spot in this instance. So like if you're starting Duncan, let's say in this scenario, you're not starting a Kevin Love at the four. And if you're playing, let's say, a Josh Richardson at the two, you can afford to play, a, let's say, a Jovic or a Kevin Love. So, like, it's a bit counterbalance here because I think when you immediately hear about Duncan Robinson staying on the roster and you hear about him in a backcourt game, before we even hit on the offense, like, everybody's worried about the defense just because that could just be a wildfire. But, like, Miami's worked around that stuff before. This isn't their first time dealing with point-of-attack issues, and they have the right guys to clean it up. But the bigger point is that, the offensive production just outweighs a lot of that def- the defensive points that you can bring up. So in the, in the case that let's say Duncan's in and Caleb's out, I just think in terms of roster construction, keeping Duncan around, I think would do wonders to uh, kind of just a, a counterbalance. I feel like the main guys on this roster in terms of when we're talking about role guys, and we keep talking about kind of the, the other minimum guys you could pick up, or maybe some of the trade package guys that you could kind of go for, but it's like, you have a guy in Duncan Robinson that I think really would do wonders for those three guys in terms of when Duncan flies off a screen, we know about what happens. We know there's two on the ball. We know sometimes there's help being shaded over from the weak side. He gets so much attention. It doesn't matter where he has, is at in his career or how many shots he's missing. He's getting attention. You have a guy in Damian Lillard. When he crosses half court, there's all eyes on him and there's multiple bodies that need to be put on him because as soon as he passes half court, he's in shooting mode. Like he can pull from anywhere on the court that it's like, you have to put that much attention on him. So then in that instance, I say to myself, we always talk about rim pressure and everything and trying to get that right for Jimmy or get it right for other shooters. When you have that type of gravity on the floor where, where you have Duncan and Dame that are pulling that many things, what do you think that's going to do for guys like Jimmy and Bam? We always talk about optimizing those two guys because it's a win now mode and it's trying to kind of formulate a, a certain method around your two best players in kind of previous rosters. I just don't think there's a better way to do that than playing with that type of shooting and that type of gravity. So I'll just say that the Duncan aspect of things really intrigues me. Like it really does. I think if they could kind of do some things and Spolster would have an absolute, that's a, that's a dream for Eric Spolster to be able to have that many options offensively and to be able to run that much of different stuff and have that much space to kind of put Bam and Jimmy in those type of positions. Uh, yeah. It's going to hurt without Caleb that you're going to need that point of attack defense that you're probably leaning on a lot more. Haywood Highsmith in that instance, he's going to get a, his number called a lot more often, but I just like the idea of Duncan Robinson staying around. Muted. 
What's the purpose of a mic if I don't use it? Uh, what is the predominant? If the, so let's say that's what it is. Let's say Duncan starts, and we're saying, hey, would Heisman starting at the four? Is that right? You can. I feel you're going to need a defender. I mean, I mean, I mean who are you saying? You said it's not going to be Love, right? And we're saying Jovic is not there and Martin's not there, right? So, yeah, probably Highsmith, I guess, unless you're getting somebody back from the minimum. But I think Highsmith most likely in that scenario. All right. So then if that's the case, Alex, in that lineup, what is the predominant action? In in that lineup that you're talking about there. So we're still in the same scenario. So, right? we're, so yeah. we're saying Dame, Duncan, Jimmy, Highsmith, and, <laughs> and, uh, and Bam. Oh man, the I mean the dominant action is just dominance at that at that point. No, but I think what the stuff that they already do with Duncan to try to get defenses panicking, that stuff is still going to be there. They're going to do you know stuff like that with Dame, except obviously it's going to be a lot more because you can run pick and roll sets, you can run handoff sets. Um, I think you could do kind of fun stuff with Dame, like if you want to do uh, their post splits, where Dame kind of comes off the ball. Um, I think they could use Dame as a screener. Not that that's like something that he's known for or anything like that, but we know how much Spo likes to throw, um, you know, kind of Dame as a screener. I mean, excuse me, guards screening for Jimmy to try to get a guard switched onto him. So I just think that's kind of what I think about the most with Dame. It's all the different things you can do. And if you have him in the same lineup as Duncan, like that, it's it's really fun to think about because like everything Brady was just talking about. It, these guys are already so worried about what Duncan can do, and it helps. I mean, create easy opportunities for everybody. And if you have both of them on the floor, just involved in actions at all times. To me, it doesn't really matter what action it is. It's just like keep throwing different stuff out there and kind of make the right read because, like, an action is all about like getting something going, you're trying to get the defense to shift and then you're just trying to make the right decision, the right read out of however the defense is, is kind of reacting to it. And so that's where I think the possibilities are kind of endless. Like if you're going to have Damon Duncan together in a starting lineup with, with Jimmy and Bam, I think a lot of the stuff that they were doing in the finals, he would fit right in. There's not one action. I think that they would run with Damon Duncan in that lineup that would dominate. I think it's just, the variety is what would really, I mean, that's that's what what should I, I think so, get so everybody excited. So let let's stay with that lineup then, okay? And let's go uh, with the other two players here, with the other two core guys. Uh, Brady, how would that lineup maximize Jimmy? So in the same, you're saying in the same starting lineup. Same same starting lineup. I mean, I think the biggest thing is kind of what I was talking about with the gravity. I think there's just a lot more lanes to him to work with. I know we always talked about, look, the first thing we said when Kevin Love got acquired, I know we were just waiting to talk about a different player on the seat roster. But the first thing we talked about was like, okay, Kev, uh, Kevin Love is perfect for Jimmy in terms of he does really good things with a pick and pop threat. Mm. Why does he do good stuff with a pick and pop threat? It just formulates more lanes. When you have a guy that's a pick and pop threat, they're going to shade out more times and he's going to have more room. I just think you're going to see it when we always talk about Kyle Lowry as well. Like when, when Kyle has the pull-up where he's like, take the pull-up, it doesn't even matter if you're making it. You just need to take it just to make the defense react to it. Dame's going to take it. Dame is not afraid to take it. He's going to take it contested. He's going to do a lot of that type of stuff. And like I said before, like when you're talking about certain actions, Dame is getting the, the screen higher than anybody that we, we've seen on the C team. Like we talk about high pick and roll stuff for a lot of different guys. Dame's high pick and roll is much different because he is getting attention out there on the screen. Guys are showing and recovering at half court on his screens. Like it's such a different dynamic that there's just going to be so much more room to operate. So like 
catch and goes for Jimmy, I think is going to be really important. They can do a lot of that type of stuff. Uh, and I'll say the last thing in terms of kind of an action, and if we're keeping on this lineup, the last thing, when you were talking about an action, if you watch Dame, they run a lot of three-man sets for him. Like he does a lot of stuff out of that. They do horn stuff. They do a lot of double drag stuff, like a lot of three-man sets for, for him. Spain? Possibly, yeah, that as well. They could do some of that with Duncan kind of kind of screening and, and slipping out. But I'll say Dame, Duncan, and Bam on paper would make the most sense for three-man actions. Like I think that is something Spo would endlessly rely on. And I just think that's what Jimmy's going to love because there's going to be times where they have to help off on a on – a, there's two fly out at Dame out of it, then Bam as the as a slip, and then all of a sudden they're helping over on Bam, and now Jimmy's way more open than he's been in recent times. He's gonna. It's. I think that's just the enjoyable part is that Jimmy can do different things without having to be relied upon in the offense, and that's kind of what the whole point has been in regular seasons in the past. It's like, can you put the bur- offensive burden on somebody else other than Jimmy for long periods of time that they can kind of put that on their back? And I think, other than the fact that we could say, yeah, it's Damian Lillard, he can go drop seventy in a game. It's like those little things I think you'll see kind of Jimmy's game open up for. All right, so Bam, Alex. How does that lineup help Bam? Well, you know, kind of along the same lines, I just think Bam, you know, in in three-man actions, in pick and roll, he's going to be kind of involved in everything, which we that that's been the case for years at this point. But now with that option there, I just think it 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 unlocks a level of uh just, I just think that it's so much more dynamic offensively for Bam because he can kind of, I think, slot into the proper role for him where there won't be so much pressure on him to kind of turn it up as an individual shot creator where whenever he does do it, it's going to be a welcome sight for everybody. I'm sure it's still going to be a running topic because everybody wants him to average 25 or whatever. But um, look, at the end of the day, he's going to be in the perfect role if Damian Lillard is on this team. I think he's going to get so many you know, easier like dump-off passes just – basic stuff that I think a lot of these easier points have kind of been missing for him in these past couple of years. It feels like it's hard to get easy points for him sometimes. His dunks are way down, actually. Exactly, exactly. The percentage of his shots. Exactly. The dump down passes for an easy dunk in in the dunker spot or the lobs. The lobs are going to be back. I just Mm. think the threat of Dame all over the floor and the fact that, you know, like Brady was talking about, he stretches you out to like 40 feet deep. You have to be worried about that. I can't imagine how how much fun and how freely Bam can play now and kind of play his game where he doesn't have to necessarily force anything. So, you know, despite like all the things that we feel Bam can do better and can still grow into, right, like um, polishing his finishing game, polishing the back-to-basket stuff, maybe, you know, taking a three or two per game, all these little things that we can nitpick about, they're still valid, they're still there, all of that. I just think everything that he's already great at is going to be is going to become a lot easier. I just think it's an amazing fit. Obviously, they've played together before, but it's really what we've been talking about, like the amount of gravity that Dame and, you know, potentially Duncan, if he's in that lineup, would command. It was it's just making things infinitely easier for Jimmy and Bam, where it felt like before the pressure was mostly on them to try to come up with uh, easy shots for others and not enough easy shots were created for them. So I think that's really where you're going to kind of feel it the most. All right. So and when we come back, we're going to flip the lineup here. So you guys think about this. And we're going to say that Duncan is gone and Caleb is there. Okay. So let's not get into Jovic and Hakez because, again, we don't know what kind of roles they would play anyway. So let's just say uh, we're starting, coming back, Bam, Caleb, or Love. I'm going to let you guys choose on that because uh, we know Love is coming back. Caleb or Love, Jimmy, Potentially Josh Richardson, 
Dame Lillard. Those are your six players for a potential starting lineup. So we're going to discuss that uh, after this break. But before we do, I want to tell you about prize picks. Use the code 5, F-I-V-E. Get that initial deposit matched up to $100. People have been asking, can you play Summer League? You absolutely can play Summer League. You could have played Wemby tonight. So go to prize picks. Use the code 5, F-I-V-E. Get your Orlando Robinson props in there and everything else. Again, there are no rollovers here. This is legal in the state of Florida and many other states. Go to prizepicks.com. Get that additional deposit matched up to $100 with the code 5. Also want to mention our friend Mark over at Ubrake. Wheel Fix, that's with a U, your complete wheel solution. They do the powder coating, the refinishing. They also do the repairs. We know that that's necessary on the streets of South Florida. Reach out to them at ubreakwheelfix.com. That's with a U, ubreakwheelfix.com. They are based in the Aventura area. They'll take good care of you. Mention five reasons and you'll get a discount. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, so let's go to this other starting lineup. First thing, are those six players that I gave you, Alex? I'm going to Alex first this time, then Brady. Who are you starting? You know me. Everything is a tough question. Uh, I think I'm still starting Caleb. You said he's still around he's in this still scenario, around. right? So you're starting Caleb over Kevin Love? Yeah. Well, I think I'm starting both of them. I think that's where I'm at right okay. now. Um, and Josh off the bench. I think I'm keeping Josh off the bench for now. No shade towards him, nothing like that. I just think it's more like kind of rewarding Caleb for the playoff run he had. And I do think it'll look weird, right? Just like looking at him listed as a shooting guard. I'm not sure. Like we haven't really seen him play that position technically, but it's kind of already what he's doing because, you know, positionless NBA, all that stuff. I think the guy defends guards at a really high level, and I think he would be a nice fit next to Dame in that backcourt to just, you know, be the point of attack guy at a full-time level, um, which we haven't necessarily seen him do that because he, he does plenty of that, 
but he, we've seen him share that that kind of role with guys before with Gabe. Um, I, I think he, he could do it in it as a starter. I think if you just make that his job, he could do it. And I think Caleb and Bam is something that'll still work pretty well in the regular season, even though it, it didn't work too well at the end of the regular season there. I think they kind of figured out some stuff with how to play with each other during the playoffs. And that's kind of where I feel good with the starting lineup. I think Jay Rich is probably a little bit better of a ball handler than Caleb, whereas I feel like Caleb is better attacking the rim and finishing. Jay Rich has a little bit more like kind of pull-up juice as a mid-range guy. So there's some similarities. Josh can do the point-of-attack defense stuff. But I'm going to give the the nod to Caleb there for what he can do as a finisher, as a point-of-attack defender. Um, Brady, is there enough spacing in that group, I guess? Yeah, that's the question. I think it depends. I mean, Caleb shot well from three, if he can carry that over, I guess. But if you're asking for my lineup, I think I would go a little differently. For one, the the idea of, like, Dame, Jay Rich – Jimmy, Caleb, and Bam is extremely fun. Like as a lineup in itself, not a starting lineup. I think it's a fun lineup in general. But the reason I say I don't think it's a it's a starting lineup, at least off the bat, is the fact that I don't think you could play Kevin Love and like a Thomas Bryant off the bench together. Uh, I mean, you're probably sitting in zone the entire time your bench comes in. And I just don't think you want to be kind of put in that position. Like that's just a tough – and you're having – you know, you want your low box guys to be kind of – the quicker guys that are covering up for guys. And then now if you have Kevin Love in that position, it just makes things much more difficult, it feels like, for, for them defensively. So I think personally I might go in the direction of, like, Kevin Love at the four and Jay Rich at the two just because we've seen some of the stuff that he's done spot-up wise. And the reason I'll say that is because Alex said on the fact that he thinks kind of Jay Rich is probably a better ball handler and stuff, which is probably the case. But I just feel like from what we've seen from Caleb Martin, if you keep him around, and Ethan, you've hinted at this, mm. I think there's more to his game that you could probably get out of him in terms mm. of offensive production. I know we've talked about isolation stuff. That mm. maybe you tell him, and I don't want this getting taken out of context, that you're asking him to play Tyler Hero's role from, from right. when he was off the bench. But like, kind of like maybe give him a little bit more leeway to run some stuff offensively, maybe a couple more pick and rolls, maybe some isolation mm. stuff to see if he has that in his bag. I just think that makes more sense. Like, And – you know, if if he's staying around, there people would probably be like, "Well, if Dame wanted Caleb to stay around, why is he coming off the bench? He's still going to be in a ton of lineups with him. He's still going to be able to run mm-hmm. certain stuff." Uh, and the other th- part about it is, if you're going to be, I guess either way, if it's Thomas Bryant or Orlando Robinson or whatever, you're going to be in a lot of zone anyways, and you're going to mm-hmm. be in a lot of press. You want Caleb Martin at the top of that zone. And you want him at the top of your press, especially now that you don't have Gabe Vincent anymore, who is kind of your your guy you relied on in that range Caleb Martin's now that guy you're going to rely on and Josh Richardson is also the guy you're going to rely on so I think you'll see a lot of Josh Richardson Caleb Martin lineups as well in this scenario uh but I'm just interested in that part of it because I think Caleb off the bench would be just fun way to kind of see what he could do offensively and to answer the the starting lineup part that specifically feels like there's enough spacing and it's funny because we have to also know like a lot of lineups that wouldn't naturally be good spacing heat lineups are going to be because you have Damian Lillard. Right. So, yeah, we keep forgetting that. They don't necessarily need an elite spacer next to him because he is one, right? Like He's, that's, a, he's a walking spacer. He's a walking right. creator and spacer. So right. a lot of this stuff can be figured out on the fly. All right. So let, let's close here, though, because as we put together these lineups, do you guys think they need, if they have Dame, that they need another point guard in their rotation anywhere? Or can someone like Bouye be a part-time player? Because they don't really have another point guard right now, right? I mean, we don't know that they're going to sign one on the cheap. I mean, they've got – 
I, you know, I mean, Josh, I guess, can run some. We talk about maybe Caleb, obviously Jimmy, Bam. But there's no point guard, right, other than the guy who's going to play 38 minutes a night. I don't Alex. even know if you need. I don't even know if. My bad. If you're going, Alex, but I just wanted to say that if I don't even know if you need a point guard, I just think you need some type of ball handler, combo guard, if anything. Mm. Like you need just an extra guy because if you're relying on Josh Richardson to run the point yeah. again, like as your backup, but like that is not what the signing was intended to be. Like that is right. not where you want to be. Uh, I'm a fan of Boye, but I'm not putting all the the everything on him to just go back up Damian Lillard and <laughs> go take his reps away from him when he goes to the bench. I'm not as much of a fan of that either, but he's in that range. Like he could potentially be that guy, but you still need to find, I think somebody after that fact that can maybe fill in some of those reps and, and you know, cause I'm looking at this, like they have, they don't really have ball handlers in no. this scenario. Like I could talk about Caleb Moore and expanding his offensive game, but he is not going to be a lead ball handler for that lineup at all. And yeah, and yeah, you can, do some stuff where you, you you're going to stagger Jimmy and Dame. So yeah, Jimmy could play point in those lineups or Bam could play point in those lineups. You can figure that type of stuff out, but you need to be able to rely on what if Dame sits out a couple games to the regular season. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, well, like, who are you that, going to? So sounds like a job for Ish Smith. It does, right? Or, or, or Drew Smith, I guess. Or Drew Smith. Or yeah. Smith. I mean, look, we might have to prepare Heat fans because that's a possibility. Like with just the way that they keep bringing him back. The fact that he's 26 years old. I like Bouye more. Like, I think he's done more individually wow. impressive um, so far in summer league. But I think Drew just being such like an all-around solid player across high the board. Floor. Yeah, high floor. I mean, he's got the better size to kind of just like fit in as a role player. And, and I think the other thing is the role thing, with like Bouye versus Drew Smith, right? Like, um, it, it might not even be a versus thing, by the way. For all we know, both of them are on the roster and they can just kind of take their pick mm. for who they like better. But... Let's say it is. The thing with Bouye is how do you maximize his on-ball stuff and being able to get to the rim in the Heat's rotation? That's kind of my right. question for him. I, I think how do they get to the to him being the shot creator? I, I I guess it would just be in those bench units, but again, there's just gonna be I think there's gonna be a lot of staggering if Dame is on this team, also just because of probably the lack of depth with that uh guard position. It just makes a lot of sense to when, I mean, any big three, it makes a lot of sense to have at least one of those guys on the floor at all times. But especially like between Dame and Jimmy, staggering those two and making sure one of them is always on makes a lot of sense. And that's where I end up kind of going back to. I think Drew Smith might be on this roster, even though he hasn't been the most impressive. Like that wouldn't be the most surprising thing in the Until world. Until they go get like, somebody during the season, which which is always yeah. a possibility. And, and you know, if you look it could at be the Orlando Robinson, except the backup guard. The back of our, the other thing, you know, to consider, we, we haven't really brought Jovic or Hakez into this because we don't know which one will be here or be gone, but uh, they may end up running stuff through Hakez too uh, at the top, and they also might run stuff through Jovic also because both of them, uh, I think, could be initiators in certain situations. But you're right that they don't have the, – the problem is not, I think, the nights that Dame plays. The problem would be the nights that Dame takes off, that it's it's then you're looking at Jimmy at point um because you you know before it was you had Gabe uh or you had you know you had somebody else that you could go to there they don't necessarily have that all right we hope we didn't jinx anything here uh we're gonna do another episode that probably this is if get they get Dame we just gotta make this sure if they, get, if Dame, they get Dame I'll throw it in the title if that makes you feel better thanks to our sponsors markbrownba.com you break wheel fix prize picks use that code f-i-v-e have a good night thank you for listening to the five on the floor on the five regional sports Network. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. 
a watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.